Welcome to Uncontained, episode 129. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and on the show today, I speak with an up-and-coming singer. She's been performing professionally, actually, since the age of nine, and has been working for the last few years at Legoland, singing in Lego Friends Live. So, now the next logical step is obviously to put out a cd which she is currently working on with a past guest of uncontained producing it his name is john silas and you can find him on episode 94 the dragon ball z light of hope episode but my guest this week is brielle monique and her debut single is coming out sometime mid to late august but don't worry, don't worry. Being uncontained, we got the hookup for you. Got a sneak peek at the track right before the show. So that's coming your way. New music from Brielle on the way right here on Uncontained. Thank you for listening and tuning in today. Time to plug in those earbuds if you haven't already. This is how Brielle lives uncontained. And this is her debut single, Hallucinate. Fall apart, I'm so conflicted, trust afflicted, paralyzing my infected heart. How are you doing today, Brielle? And welcome to Uncontained. Thank you so much. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. I heard about you through a past guest of mine, and oh, he's yeah. like, hey, I have somebody that I'm doing some uh, tracks for, producing a CD <laughs> for in the studio, and I'd love if you could talk to her. And that's John Silas. He was, I don't remember the number of episodes that he was on, but it was a Dragon Ball Z episode for those of you who uh, want to go back and check him out. But so... Uh, welcome to the show. And, yes, thank uh, you for having me. Of course, of course. And it sounds like you've been busy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely doing you know all the recording that I can, keeping busy, writing, recording, and doing all the stuff you could think of. So definitely keeping busy. All right. So first of all, like, how would you describe your musical style for people who haven't, uh, haven't seen you yet, heard you yet, or okay. uh, been exposed to Brielle? Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a pop vocalist, but I like doing all different types of genres. So right now with the type of music that I'm working on, I do different types of ballads and slow stuff, but I also have the upbeat fun stuff that you can hear. So I would say my main genre that I work on is pop. Okay. But yeah. I mean, I definitely like to twist it up and do, you know, do different things. Okay. What is your favorite Besides pop, besides what you say your main mm -hmm. genre is, what yes, is your yes. favorite secondary genre to secondary uh, perform? Genre. I love R&B. I love soul. I, I like rock a little bit. I really like indie. I think that's okay. like a cool vibe. Yeah. But definitely R&B and soul, I would say, would be like my second. All right. Very cool. Who in uh, soul do you listen to? 
So I perform at a place in downtown, and they do a lot of neo soul nights. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I kind of listen to like different artists that perform there. I can't, I can't really think of any at the top of my head right now, but but yeah, I I definitely like the hip hop side and and soul and R and B. So, All yeah. right. So now you've been working on an album, as we mentioned, with uh, John Silas. And yeah. uh, how is that coming together? What vibe does that have? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And have you named it yet? Yes. So we met actually in May of 2017. And so when we started working, we did a lot of covers. And we talked about recording an EP and what I wanted to do in the music industry. And then he relocated to L.A. at the, and it was like October of 2017. And then we started recording my album in January of 2018. So that's when we started working on it and writing. And then we actually started doing the recording process in March. So when I started doing it, I was 19. And then we decided we wanted to do 10 songs total. Okay. So right now we're writing the seventh song now. And the first song that I'm thinking of releasing is called Hallucinate. And my style, like I said, I definitely have a pop style. But the song Hallucinate, we do a different acoustic version as well. And I want to release that because I definitely like doing acoustic songs. I love having the broken down versions of things and, you know, having just the piano or just the raw version to really be able to produce my sound and, and show people like the type of voice that I have. Okay, so you don't like hiding behind uh, synthesized music exactly. or auto-tune or anything like Not that? Not at all. Exactly. Let it be raw and, and beautiful and show everything that you have to your voice. That's good. That's good. It's actually nice to hear a singer not use auto-tune in the pop industry nowadays you know it's like like, almost like everything was auto-tuned for a little bit and you couldn't tell who could sing or who couldn't exactly exactly and such an important part about being a performer and being in the music industry is doing your live performances yeah so when you get to that point you know when you're performing you have your recordings and then you have your live performances you know you've got to sound similar and that's, you know, something that I definitely am proud about myself is I have, you know, I've definitely, I've been vocally trained and I have that ability. And I think it's so important to show your different talents in person and not just show someone a recording and say, oh, you know, this is how I sound. It's so important to really show everything about it and the rawness and the fullness and, and everything that comes with it. All right. Yeah. Very, very cool. And I respect that so much, you know, like there's so many bands or so many groups that go on and play with a backing track when it's live. So it's just like they're up there doing uh, lip syncing or karaoke in an essence of it because they got a track supporting them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And when you have an artist that goes up there and does that, you know, like, especially in the pop industry since it's less and less you know common there like if you get into the rock industry it's more more frowned upon if you use the backing track but some people still do it (laughs) totally exactly oh people definitely definitely still do it but you're right as i said i respect that thank you thank you Let's take a couple steps back uh, to before you started recording. Before you did, yes. how did you how did you get involved in music? How did when did you learn you could sing? Uh, when were you like I want to do this? 
Right, right. So I grew up singing ever since I was really little. My parents don't directly sing, but my grandmother sings, my great-grandma sings. And on my dad's side, I have cousins who are on Broadway. Oh, really? So Yeah, so I always was singing when I was little, but my older sister did sports. So funny story, my parents thought, oh, okay, let me put her in sports as well. And I liked them, but I remember I will always tell this story to people because it was kind of how I got started in music. In softball, we do a lot of singing cheers. A lot of the young girls do the singing cheers. And uh, I was standing up in the dugout, lead every, leading everyone in the in the singing, the singing the songs. And some of the parents turned to my parents and they said, have you ever put her in, in music or theater or something? Because she, you could tell she sings and she wants to sing. She's doing great. <laughs> and so that's kind of what started. They thought, oh, okay. they never really thought about it because my sister did sports. And so... Not that they wouldn't want to, but that just didn't occur to them. So then they put me in dance and music and musical theater. And right when I started, I absolutely fell in love with it. So I did my first professional show when I was nine years old. Oh, wow. And yeah, so that was a huge, huge start for me and a huge highlight, I would say, as well, because it you know started my career. So I was and like so picturing fun. like, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was picturing like oh, high no, school no, no. softball or something where you discovered the <laughs> talent, but it was like little league t-ball or right? t-softball where I you know. discovered it. All right. Yeah. All right. That, that, that kind of sets the picture a little bit more. Kind of sets the picture. Yeah. Definitely not quite t-ball. Like it was, you know, definitely a little more, but, um, it's true. You know, that kind of thing where you start doing out, you start out doing something else and then you completely find your passion and feel lucky to I found that at such a young age to be able to start theater and do professional theater so young. So then I continued doing that and doing professional shows. And then at age 11, I got hired as a performer at Legoland. So, and I've been working there, I've been doing the shows there ever since. And so I'm in a singing, dancing, and acting show. Yeah, and so I've been there and we do, the shows have changed since I've been there. But yeah, that's been an incredible highlight, an incredible job to be able to perform and and do what I love and put that on stage. So what uh, what are the shows like at Legoland? And do you have to dress <laughs> up in like a Lego costume? Right. Uh, do you, do you sing the Everything is Awesome <laughs> song from the Lego movie? It's, it's so funny because when I tell people that, that's kind of the first thing that they assume is, oh, you dress up in a Lego costume. So my show is pretty different. We do have shows where um, they sing Everything is Awesome and they have, the Lego characters in that, and then I have other singers separate from it. But the show that I do, it's called Lego Friends Live, and it's based on a cartoon on Disney Channel. Okay. And that's called Friends at Heart Lake City. Yeah, so when I started out, they they were pretty popular, but now it has grown so much to where when these little girls come and see our show, we are like celebrities to them. They know all of our names. They know everything about us because they, wa- they say they watch our TV show, and they know all that. I want to be just like you. And so it's really cool because these little girls look up to us and they love watching us sing, love watching us perform. And it's really, really special. And it's it's a really cool performing job that I get to do. Are you on the TV show too? or? So the TV show is actually, so it's just a cartoon. So it's just voice acting. So I, I'm not on that. So yeah, I have a friend who is one of the voice actors on that, which is really cool. Yeah, so she's come and she's seen, this, seen the show. It's been really, really awesome. 
Okay, very cool, very cool. Because yeah. yeah, like when you were talking about the Lego thing, you're right. I had the image where like <laughs> as you're doing it, you can only bend at the waist. The legs are stiff. The arms, right? you can only like turn your wrist with the hands that are cupped like a so, C. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious though because a lot of people do assume that, and then when I have people come and see me, they they're like, "Oh, wow, this is so cool!" You know, it's totally different from what they expect. And and this, some of the songs we sing are pretty cute and cheesy for the little ones but some of them are actually really good pop songs and that's that's always great you know i love to be able to perform and show showcase what you do so nice it's really really awesome and where can people go see this is this at disneyland or is it so this is at legoland california okay so it's it's located in carlsbad Okay, okay. I've been to yeah. Carlsbad before, but all right. You got the Legoland uh, show going on, and you mentioned that you like perform with other bands and stuff like that, too. So do you play an instrument yourself or no? So I play a little bit of piano, and I'm learning some guitar. Um, yeah, so I definitely singing is like my main instrument, I would say, but I'm learning more, and it's it would be really cool to accompany myself like at a performance and things like that. So I've yeah. done a little bit with the piano and, and a couple songs. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So um, we were talking just a little bit before we started, and you mentioned that in the studio um, yes. you're wor- working on the new album, but you also do Insta covers or something like that. Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. Insta covers? Yeah. What is an Insta cover for people who don't know? For people who don't know. So, I mean, it could be... 30 seconds up to a minute, 60 seconds is the longest that Instagram will let you post a video, but it's just a little cover of, I mean, you can post an original on there if you want. Like I've done little snippets, but not, I haven't like posted it on Instagram, Instagram. I've just posted on the story. So for actual Instagram, a 60 second cover, people like to say of a pop song or whatever song is your choice that you want to cover and you want to showcase your abilities. And yeah, some of them I, We'll play the piano. Some of them, it'll just be me live, you know, like get a good background, things like that. So, yeah. Okay. What is your favorite Insta cover that you have up on Instagram right now? Oh, that's a good question. Probably it would be Perfect by Ed Sheeran because I love Ed Sheeran. I love that song, love his writing. And I really like what I did with it and what I added to the song, my own uniqueness. So, yeah, I would say that would be my favorite cover. But I just recorded one today and i really love that one as well so that'll be coming soon <laughs> all right that, we'll have to check that out i haven't got a chance to go on and check out any of your insta covers yet <laughs> yeah, but no <laughs> uh you know i might have might have to do a little instagramming a little bit later and yes, uh see what definitely. you got there uh yeah, what is your instagram for people who uh want to check this yes. out yes so my instagram is brielle b-r-i-e-l-l-e dot music okay brielle dot music now at the beginning of the show, I introduced you as uh, Brielle Monique. Uh, are you going by the full name, or are you going to go as the moniker Brielle? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely still a deciding factor right now. So still trying to figure that out, but I think what I'm kind of planning on is to be like announced as Brielle Monique, but then I could refer to myself or go by so definitely still in the works, but yeah. Yeah, and plus, how many times are you going to be referring to yourself in the third person, too, unless you... It, exactly. And you know what? That's a very good point. You have to get pretty big to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
very true. That's very true. <laughs> Brielle doesn't do that. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> Brielle wants some food. Brielle wants... <laughs> Brielle wants to do this. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's cool. So are there any other uh, Brielles out there, or would you be the one? It seems kind of like a not-so-common name. Right. It's definitely not a common name. Yeah, I... There's one, I believe, who does a little bit of music stuff. I think she did more like a couple years back and she hasn't done as much recently. So, you know, that can always depend on you want to be the one person with your name. So that's another thing that we have to focus on and figure out. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to just go by yeah that one name. I think that's what stands out. Yeah, yeah, the moniker is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Back when I was doing radio in my radio days, I kind of went by uh-huh. a moniker. I just went by Static because that's what uh, uh-huh. my um, the people, the two uh, morning radio show guys I interned for, Lou and Scott, mm-hmm. they named me Static, and I just rolled with oh, that. Wow. So that's awesome. I had hair pretty spiky and like a long go <laughs> long goatee and they said I looked kind of like the guy from uh, Static X, Wayne Static. So Oh my gosh, how cool. That's so funny. So they gave me that nickname. They had a couple other suggestions first that I shot down right away, but I won't get into <laughs> of those. Of course. <laughs> That's so funny. Of course. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um now with the with the album, uh, you say you're gonna do about ten tracks, and yes. uh, when is the tentative release date for this? So we are trying to get it released by the end of August. If we won't be able to finish the whole album by then, I will release one of my singles, and that that's called Hallucinate. So yeah, so and then I would do a video for that and that would probably be released in September. So the goal is to put out the album at the end of August, but if not, I will have my single out by then and then continue and go from there. You know, a lot of people are going the route where you put out a single at a time. They don't release the whole hard copy right away Um, because, you know, with the hard copy, at least what I've taken from this is when you release that one hard copy, that one album, you kind right. of set off all your fireworks at once. Yeah. When you release that one every once in a while, you know, it's like, you know, the beginning of the 4th of July fireworks exactly. festival where they're like shooting a couple off, then shoot right. some more off and that keeps going okay. on. So yeah. I, I think there's some merit to that. And also, you know, holding a CD in your hand too, there's something to that as well. So. I agree 100%. And when I started, you know, working on, on my album and writing these songs, that's that was exactly my thought process. was, yeah, I think I want to, you know, put out these singles before I put out the whole album. It, it feels more special that way as well. Yeah, yeah, you can build up to it, and then you can still continue exactly. to release singles off of that or even release tracks that aren't even on the album later exactly. on. Exactly, I couldn't agree more. I think that's definitely a good way of doing it. At least that's what the kids are doing these days. You At know? least that's what doing, right? <laughs> so, do you have a name for the album yet? Yeah, so that's still in the air, but the album has been surrounded and kind of focused around a butterfly and flying through life and flying through the process of life. So that's kind of been our focal point. But yeah, we're still deciding on the album name. So is it kind of a concept album, like where you start off like in a, as a caterpillar going to a cocoon and come out a butterfly? Yeah, I mean, 
A little bit. I think that's just kind of helped me with the writing process and just kind of going through my life and the, the things that I've experienced in life and, and all of that, all that that comes with it. Yeah. Okay. Since you do bring up your writing process, Mm -hmm. like, uh, what, what are some things that you do to either get in the mood to write, get inspired or Mm -hmm. like what, what is, what is your typical writing session like? Right. A lot of what I like to do is just sit on the piano and just play certain things, whether it's, you know, an old song that I like to play or just making new melodies and thinking of different things, you know, that I've gone through in life or thinking about how am I feeling today? You know, what, what has affected me today? And a really, a good thing that I like about writing is bouncing off of each other. I think that's so important in the writing process is when you're able to share different people your experiences it helps you think about so much more and it brings so much more information to your mind and and then someone says something and you you think oh that that reminds me of this that reminds me of that so that's really a great way for me to get in the mood or or get in that mindset is to be able to hear what other people have to say because the number one thing about putting on music is relating to people and you you want to be able to have People listen and, and say, oh, that's how I feel or, oh, that's how I felt this day or, oh, I went through something like that. So I think that's so important is really knowing how you feel and thinking how how will people relate to this. Okay. All right. Very cool. So is there a – you say you tend to play like a song or just play on the piano. Yeah. But is there – or a song from somebody you like. Is there a typical song right. that you can play that will spark your creativity or is it different each time? Yeah, actually, it is different each time. And again, like I said, I think it has a lot to do with what I'm feeling that day. You know, if I'm kind of in a gloomy mood, it could be, you know, more of like a sad ballad type of song. Or if I just feel, if I just sit on the piano and I'm just playing certain chords or thinking of different melodies, like that'll spark something in my mind as well. So yeah, I think the song changes every time, depends on what, you know, what's going on that day and how I'm feeling. Okay, interesting, interesting. Just trying to get into your mind a little bit to see how... Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've come across working on this album? Mm -hmm. That's, That's a great question. I think a lot for me, for what I do, I feel like I do a lot of different projects. So like working at Legoland, performing with a band and you know, doing school and and involving myself in so many different things. So, you know, it can be difficult to focus on on one thing and really, because when I, when I do something, I want to put my all into it and I, and I really want to, you know, make, make that like my power. And I really feel like that's what I'm doing with this album. And so I think, I think that's a challenge for anything in your life, really being able to like put everything and spend all the time that you want to spend on it. So that's definitely, you know, it's, it isn't easy all the time, but I feel like it's been a great process to, you know, learn how to do that in the best way. And I feel like it's, I'm really at that point where I, I, f- I feel great about it. All right. Awesome. Cause something else popped in my head and a bigger challenge for me is, um, thinking about different things to write about. Cause I go through different life experiences, but thinking about something different each time, you know, to write 10 songs. Okay. It's got to be like it's got to be difficult like coming up with like yeah like you said 10 different topics yes. yeah you can sing Definitely. about going out dancing you can sing about like heartbreak you can sing about right. like 
stubbing your toe, but make it sound like it's something <laughs> way more deep. Uh, right? You know, make it rip back but, and have people not know exactly what you're writing about, or make people think stubbing your toe is a metaphor for something, but actually be singing about <laughs> stubbing your toe. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> exactly. Hey. Or or something along those lines. I don't know. Right. You you don't have no, to use definitely. any of my ideas. You don't have to use any of my ideas, but you're welcome to. Uh, <laughs> Definitely might have to. <laughs> all right, all right. But if you do use the stub toe thing, just let me know because I definitely want to hear it. Yes. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I'll give I'll give you a shout out. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. So now that you've like overcome some of those challenges, obviously, because you're getting this uh, CD out this um, in August or at least singles coming out by August. Right. What would be some advice yeah. that you'd give to an upcoming musician? Yeah, definitely. I, I would say take all the opportunities that you can. Make sure they're the right opportunities for you and that you think that they are a good fit. But definitely put yourself out there. I always I always like to say to enjoy the journey. You know, love what you do and show everyone your originality and your uniqueness. And, you know, fo- focus, on, focus on you and what you're doing and, and what you're passionate about and what you love to do. Practice, practice, practice. And continue to do that. And if you're passionate about it, just continue to do it and know that this is what you love to do. And, and yeah, put yourself out there in any way you can and focus on what you are, are best at. Really showcase your uniqueness and, and all of that. Very good. That brings up a couple questions for me here. Yeah. One, you mentioned yeah. that, you know, take opportunities on uh, like take the opportunities you can get but also know which ones are good for you like what do right. you do to tell if an opportunity is a good one or if somebody's right. like you know trying to take advantage of you exactly exactly yeah so it definitely isn't always easy you know knowing is this the right opportunity is this yeah is this or is this person taking advantage of me but you know, I get Instagram messages or emails and things like that. People contact me. Oh, come do this. Come work for me. Come do this. I always like to look the person up and find out like the things that they've done and and like to ask different people if you know they've heard of them and and this and that. Um, I think it all depends on like where you are in your life as well. Like you know, I I think you know when it feels feels right. Like I've had people approach me and I just don't feel settled about it at all. And then other times where it's, I could tell this is professional. I could tell it would be like the right thing for me to do in my career and it would help me. Okay. Yeah. So I think, I think there's a lot that comes with it. It's definitely not easy. Like I said, it's, it's, you know, not always, but you have to know, you know, you have to know who you're working with. And I think that comes with um, their background and, and people, you know, and, and different things that they've done as well. All right, great. Yeah, because that that can be definitely, you know, especially getting started out can be like right. tricky because you you want to get there, you want to get there, but then you know there's yeah, all ex- most exposure is good exposure, but then you have the the few instances or the instances where you have to be like, no, this isn't gonna go well for me. Yes, exactly, exactly, one hundred percent. So my second question. Mm-hmm. is like you mentioned uh, something about find your uniqueness right. and everything will kind of fall into place with that. Like right. one, what, what do you view as your uniqueness? Mm-hmm. You know, what I really like to do in music, a big part of my like vocal ability is seeing different genres and seeing different types of songs and having different styles. Like I've sung, 
you know, a lot of pop music and, but I've also done country songs where people come up to me and they say, oh, why don't you do some country stuff, you know? And I think that's really cool to have a singer be able to, you know, switch different genres and be able to have that vocal ability of, of doing different types of things. You know, I love doing ballads. I love, love doing upbeat stuff. I love, you know, having like the raspiness in your voice and, and focusing on different riffs and runs and, and showing like all that, that comes with that. So yeah, I think my style, I'm definitely focusing on pop, but I, you know, want to, like, I'm so open to branching out and, and doing all different types of things. Um, okay. I think it's important to not, you know, be boxed in on, on, on one genre or one specific type of thing. So yeah, I, I, I love being able to do that and, and branch out. All right. Yeah. As, as I was listening to your tracks that, uh, yeah. John sent me a link to on, uh, SoundCloud, um, I could tell that you had quite a bit of diversity, a little bit, like, you know, you could definitely tell you could do different genres for it. you. You Not every song yeah, sounded yeah. exactly the same, which is also awesome. nice to hear as Thank well. Thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely a, an important thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, uh, I, now we talked about this just a little bit before with uh-huh. your, your, uh, insta covers and mm-hmm. stuff like that and um what are you doing the like along with the insta covers what are you doing right. to promote yourself so i have a music facebook page and instagram and a youtube account so i have a couple covers up on youtube i definitely want to put out some more but i'm starting my spotify account where i can promote myself in different ways and I think performing with different people, I perform with a lot of different bands all around San Diego and in Los Angeles. I think that's a great way to be able to promote myself and meeting different people and connecting to different people. Of course. Yes. So, you know, networking in that way and, you know, in any way you can, the more people you meet, the more places you perform and making those connections. Yeah, I think that's super important. That's definitely something that I focus on to promote myself. And I noticed that, like, on your Instagram, looking through, it's not just, like, music-related, like, pictures. You have some, like, travel pictures here. Yeah. um, Like, Italy. um, I don't know. You got to – I'm looking at it right now. It looks like you have a picture (laughs) with a Dalmatian. Uh (laughs) Yes, definitely. Uh, you gotta love the you gotta love the dog pictures. Gotta love the dogs. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's so important to you know show that diversity and and show everything about your life. You know, this is what I do in, in all my other in all my other time. And when I went to Italy, that was a really really cool trip, and I got to perform with a band out there. So that was super exciting and super diverse. And and yeah, I love that. I think it's like I said, really important to show different things that you love love to do in life. Yeah, so is that what do you have a certain strategy with it or are you just throwing like up what you like on Instagram? Yeah, I think it's just different different content. So, you know, traveling like I said, I, I love to do different posts about that. I think that's something that people can, can relate to. And like I said, doing Insta covers. Yeah, so I'll record an Insta cover and, and put that up and and you know, do like I said, do different things that I love, do different traveling and, and post that. Yeah. And is that your dog that's passed out on the keyboard? Actually, it is not. I wish it was, but I know. I, isn't that amazing? I yes. found that I found that on the internet. But it's so funny because my dog would do something like that, and he has done that when I practice the piano, when I'm playing a song on the piano. He'll come over and he'll jump up on the seat, and then he'll put his paws on 
on on the on the piano and he just wants to play and sing with me. So I could get a picture of him like that. And you know what? I probably <laughs> should and post it. Definitely. <laughs> that awesome. Definitely <laughs> should. Definitely should. Yes. All definitely. right. <laughs> So what would be a <laughs> highlight or two uh, that you would care to share with the mm-hmm. uncontained audience? Yeah. So like I said, I think starting out in the music industry so young and being able to land my first professional show at age nine, that was a huge highlight for me and a huge way to branch out and start in, in the business and then continuing on and doing Legoland. Those have definitely been incredible highlights. I was given the opportunity to do, I was in a competition, competition show through Amazon. Okay. And they had thousands of people who auditioned and I made the top 20. And so those people were from all around the world. And so they flew all those people out to LA. So including me, I made uh, the finalists and they flew us out to LA. And the show is on hold right now, but it's a singing and, and dancing competition. And it was an incredible experience to be able to meet all these different people from around the world and perform. And, and the whole process of it was so incredible. And that that has been a huge highlight to be able to meet all those different people and, and the whole process of it and in L.A. And yeah, that was the coolest things I've done for sure. I bet. I, I didn't even know Amazon was doing like talent competitions. Now they, they, yeah. they have their fingers in everything now, I guess. Right. I know they were trying to decide if they wanted to make it like a live stream show or things like that. So that's kind of what they were leaning towards. And the show would have us travel to different countries. Okay. So, and perform out there and, and compete there. So yeah, like I said, it's on hold. So that's, but so cool. The whole, like I said, the whole process of it and, and going through was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I can see them at least putting that on Prime Video or something like that. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, exactly. All right, all right, very cool, very cool. So yeah. those are some really cool highlights. And yeah, thank getting you, getting you. your first paid job or professional job <laughs> at the age of nine is pretty badass, along with the whole <laughs> Amazon you. thing. And thank you, thank yeah, you. Of course. Yeah, I, of feel, course. I feel really grateful, yeah. And then I'm I'm sure another highlight will be as soon as this album comes out. Uh, oh my! <laughs> of course. Of the highlight course. you're waiting yes. for. What the highlight I'm waiting for? But yes, that has been a huge highlight. Being able to put my music, you know, in into you know words and do my own my own my own stuff. Like I, you know, I like I said, I started out like doing covers and things like that, and do musical theater and pop music, but. It's so different writing your own music and pursuing that and sharing with the world like what you're made of and all that. Yeah. So what a huge highlight. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And speaking of sharing with the world and sharing yeah. with an audience. Um, yeah. Now, like what is there a certain feeling or a certain thing that you want your audience to take away when they see you perform or hear your music? Yeah, I, I love that. I, I want people to feel the music that I perform. That is so important to me. Connecting, connecting to your audience is, is so, so important and crucial. And, and I think that's really special when someone could, can relate to your lyrics. That's, that's really the power in it. That's when it's so powerful when someone, you know, hears your song and, and says, Oh, that's, that's what I'm going through. Oh, I completely felt that. Oh, I completely understand you. That's like, it, it's such an incredible feeling. And that's what I want to do with putting out my music is, is have people feel what I'm seeing. Okay. And, and, and yeah, all that. 
Is there anything that you do like in preparation for putting out the music to help you get that, get that across that help to help make them feel your music? Is there anything on on your side that you do Mm -hmm. to make that happen? Right. I I think such an important part about it is being open and honest and, and vulnerable. And I've learned a lot about that through my writing is to just put everything out on the table. And, you know, being able to be in a live performance and just be raw and pure and just show exactly what you're feeling. I think you can get your point across. And, and that, that's what I love. You know, music speaks louder than words is what I, you know, like I say, it's actions speak louder than words. But I like to say music speak louder than words. Because, yes, even though it is, you know, your words and your lyrics that you're using, you can hear and feel it throughout the melody and feel your emotion with the way that you're singing it and the way that you're expressing it. Right, as you're saying, you can say it how you want. You could even I wouldn't yes. even be mad at you. I wouldn't even be mad at if you if you were like um a song is worth a thousand words or something like that. Just keep throwing them in there. Keep throwing them in there. Yes. You're fine. You're fine. Yes, exactly. Good. I mean, yeah, I think, I think that's awesome. No, yeah, make it your own. Make it your own. Yes. That's, you know. Definitely. You don't need copyrights Definitely. that way. Uh, right? You know what? So all right all right so i do have one more question for you yes but before we get there um this is one more chance for you to throw out and uh, let people know where they can find you on the internet so what is your corner of the internet where's your social media everything Mm -hmm. like that how can people find you so my instagram is brielle.music b-r-i-e-l-l-e and then my the same thing is for youtube and facebook and I'll be posting soon on my Instagram, my Spotify, and you know all that stuff that'll be coming out soon. So I think Instagram is the best way to keep up with me and keep up with um, what I'm posting. But yeah, YouTube as well. I'm going to be posting all those videos, and I will be on Spotify soon. So like I said, look out for that, and I'll definitely be posting about that on Instagram. All right, sounds good. So Brielle dot music and Correct. i'll put that i'll put that in the show notes so they can find you awesome. easier and awesome. uh yeah get to get to hear this new album as it comes out as well Yay! awesome so excited all right so it's that time time for the final question <laughs> of the show the Ooh. title question of the show <laughs> brielle monique how do you live uncontained so i would definitely say do the things you love yourself at the end of the day that's that's what's most important is is doing it for you you know you have to do everything for you if it's your passion and it makes you happy that's what matters at the end of the day you have to accomplish your goals in your own time and you don't need anyone else's approval whatever you do don't don't let people's fear don't let jealousy judgment or or petty nitpicking rob you of of the energy to to embark on your own path you don't need to get distracted by their negativity. You know, what I like to say is is just find a way to say, I can, rather than people telling you that you can't. Okay. And do it. Yeah. Is, is there any way that you go about doing that? Like, like I, I, underst- I know sometimes when people are telling right. you you can't, it's sometimes right. hard to find that I can. Of course. Uh, of is, course. There, is there a spot that you go to pull that I can out? You know, like I said doing the more music, like doing all the music, doing all the different projects that I do, whether it's writing, whether it's performing, whether it's this and that, like, I, I know that's where I'm happiest and that that's part of my passion. And I know at the end of the day that that's what's going to help me get through it. 
and, and knowing, you know, I have to do this for myself. You just, it is, it's not easy to listen to these people, but right. You have to find that reason. And, and if that reason is music, you have to know, well, th this is what I love to do. So I know I can do it at the end of the day. All right. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, awesome. I would like to thank you for coming on the show. And, thank you uh, so much. Yes. Of I course. Really of course. The pleasure. It. The pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hearing the new uh, album come out. Thank you so much. I'm so, so excited. I'm really excited. Yes. And you'll have to let me know when that is out. I will uh, share it and uh, let people know that it's out. And uh, even if you figure out the name, if it's Butterfly or something else, <laughs> uh, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll send it out or let people know when we release this episode as well. Awesome. I have one final thing for you to do. Of course. And that is sign off this show tonight. Will you That's do me up. the honor of signing off the show tonight, Brielle? Of course. I'm Brielle, and I live uncontained. And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Brielle for stopping by and talking with me. And also, I'd like to give a thank you to John Silas for helping set this up as well. And you, of course, for tuning in, enjoying the show. And I have actually had a few people ask me recently where they can get uncontained merchandise after seeing the logo and uh, being like, yeah, I'd wear that. Uh, do you have shirts or anything? So, simple answer. Yes, I do. And you can find them at tpublic.com or the link on my Facebook page as well at Uncontained Pod. So, uh, you can uh, find them there or just uh, message me on Facebook and I'll get you set up with them. Uh, thank you for listening and until next time, live uncontained.